Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast with Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Pastor Bob conducts personal interviews with Christian influencers from around the globe, helping Christian authors, recording artists, CEOs, entrepreneurs, nonprofit leaders, and yes, pastors and ministry leaders to get the word out about what they are doing to impact the world with the gospel. Our podcast has been rated in the top one half percent of all podcasts in the world by ListenNotes.com, so you know your message will be heard. Now, here is your host with today's interview, Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Hello, everyone, everywhere. Pastor Robert Thibodeau here. Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast. We're so blessed that you're joining us today. Do you ever wish we could just go back in time and live in the old days, you know, when life seemed a lot simpler, when we worked hard, but still found time to spend with the family and doing things that were important. Well, they told us that, you know, well, that's what technology will do for us and allow us to work faster so we can have more time for those things that are important. Well, how's that working for you? Right. It seems that technology just ended up enabling us to do more work and get more work squeezed into the day. And then when we start to fall behind, we have to spend more time with technology than we do with our family. Uh, Don't shut me down when I'm preaching good. You know what I'm talking about. There was a time when, you know, going out to dinner with friends was enjoyable. Next time you go out to dinner, just look around and see how many people are still on their cell phones Sometimes sit into the same table sharing stuff with the person across from them instead of having a conversation, right? It's sad, but amazing. Our guest today is here to help you take back that time, to focus on things that truly matter, to get your heart right with God, with yourself, and with others. Amen. Mary Tess Rooney founded True Stride and wrote Heart Value. Feel appreciated in ways that matter and discover your true stride. It's used to empower individuals to to drop into their heart, to share value that energetically and emotionally lights them up. As a heart value expert, author, podcast host, and speaker, Mary Tess created strategies and tools to help people just like you voice your value, activate appreciation, and prioritize fun. In heart value, Mary Tess guides readers to recognize that every experience is an accrual of value and it's important to honor your feelings, your choices, your actions, all to increase fulfillment and joy. She's not only an author, but a podcaster as well. Praise God. Her podcast is called True Stride and offers thoughtful conversations and self-reflection just to help you realize your true stride at work, at home, at play, and within your community. Amen. Help me welcome to the program, Mary Tess Rooney. Mary, it is such a blessing to have you on the program today. Thank you for taking the time out of your schedule to join us. I do appreciate it. Oh, I'm so grateful to be here. Thank you so much. And thanks to all your listeners for really supporting and creating this wonderful community that you've built and that you continue to just encourage and inspire. So I'm, I'm thrilled to be part of this community now. Amen. Amen. Now, the first question I always start with is this. Other than that brief information I just shared, can you tell us in your own words, who is Mary Tess Rooney? I would love to. So um, I am a very strong, faithful woman who uh, has two German shepherds uh, who I love, Callie and Trooper, and I have a big Irish Catholic family. 
And I was someone who worked in corporate America for a long time and I had a good gig and I loved it for the majority of the time. And then all of a sudden, somewhere along the way, I was doing it to please others. Uh, I was offering value that you know got me a lot of praise and kudos, but it kind of made me cringe inside. And so from that like experience, I really started to drop into my heart to say, hey, you know, I have a choice here and I have the freedom to choose again. And if this no longer feels aligned to me, what is it that God or the universe wants me to offer? And how can I give and contribute and make an impact, but in ways that bring me joy? And that idea and that concept really evolved into the book Heart Value that you mentioned. So thank you for sharing that. And it really just reminds us that every single day, you know, every minute of our day, we have choices. And so how can we move and shift our energy from that headspace to, you know, what, here's what I should do. Here's what I could do to like drop into our heart and say, okay, well, this feels right. This feels like what I need to do right now for me or for someone else, but that we're always at choice with it. And we take action based on those feelings and choices. Yeah. Amen. Amen. I, I totally agree. And, and let me ask you about your book, Heart Value. Yeah. Why publish this book at this time? <laughs> you know, what's so funny is I uh, left corporate America in 2018 and I went through my own sort of like, okay, I was living in, in uh, New York and oh, my goodness. cost of living was high. And so I kind of said, all right, well, I feel called to write this book. I had no idea how to write a book or how to self-publish and of course, there's all those people that are well-intentioned, but saying, you know, you're not going to make any money this way, or what's your business plan? And it's like, no, I, I just feel called. I, I need to put out this idea and just write whatever comes to me. And so, um, so I had started sort of those concepts and those ideas in 2018, but I moved down to Florida in 2019 and then COVID hit in 2020. You know, it's like, it was just sort of this epic storm of, um, experiences that kind of said, okay, for COVID, I went inward and said, this is my opportunity. There's not that many distractions. And I know I have this message that I need to share with the world. And so I kind of just hunkered down and I uh, worked with a developmental editor. And so the book came to life and it was really um, just kind of kismet how, you know, all these synchronicities happen and, and things flowed. And then some days, you know, some days you're writing and you're like, mm, this is really hard. And is, is this meaningful? And, and then other days you, you know, read back what you wrote and you're like, Whoa, did I really write that? <laughs> you know, you're sort of like, that's powerful. And I, and I needed to hear that today. Mm, so, yeah. you know, the, the good news is uh, it evolved out of my own transformation and my own experience and my own evolution, really, because I went through a period of you know insecurity, like, yikes, I'm, I'm going to have to do this and I, I'm not getting a steady paycheck anymore and I have to pay for my own healthcare benefits. So we all have those moments of doubt or um, you know just the qu these questions that yeah. surface in us. But the good news for me is I you know, felt so called and so compelled that I just stayed the course and just said, no, this is what I'm meant to do. And, and if I need to get another job down the road, then that's what I'll do. But for this moment, like this is the perfect storm. This is my opportunity. And so I took it and I'm so grateful I did. Amen. Amen. Yeah, yeah that is so true. I, I can relate to what you were just sharing about, you know, reading back what you wrote and having it minister to you. 
And yeah. you know, that's happened to me several times. I mean, I can't even count how many times because I'll play evangelism radio in the background while I'm working and stuff. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'm working on something. I'm like, wow, this guy is really preaching good. This is good stuff. Yeah. And my, my wife will walk in and say, why are you listening to yourself on the radio? I was like, ah! oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even recognize the voice or nothing. I'm just listening to the message and, and it's ministering to you. you yeah. Know, I, I, when you said that, that, that took me to that, that, time exactly true right. yeah. yeah well and and that's when you know that you're doing what you're called to do right because you have that energetic and emotional connection like on some level you're like okay like we forget and we sometimes we get distracted by just life circumstances oh yeah but when we can kind of draw back and we can like go inward and and ask those questions or just self-reflect in a way that you're like, wow, okay, I needed to hear this message. And and then, oh my goodness, this is something I already know, but I forgot. And now it, it like rises to a level to say, Hey, don't forget about this. This is a powerful message. Amen. Amen. Now your, your book helps someone to identify something that they're lacking, but then discover what that is. And embrace the adventure of finding it again, just like we're talking about. Can you explain what that means? Yeah. So, you know, it's interesting. I uh, think back now and I, I probably should have clued into the fact that I wasn't lit up by what I was doing anymore because people would go like, man, that was a really great communication or you put on an awesome event and I'd go, "Eh, okay. Yeah. Thanks. You know, like it just didn't, it didn't light me up and here they are acknowledging value that I was, that I was offering. And, and I did make an impact. Like there was no doubt in my mind that I was using my God-given talents to serve others. And, and that's important. Right. And so, but what the difference is, is that somewhere along the line, I used my God-given talents to serve others and I forgot that they should serve me too. And so, I mean, how many times like in your life, we were talking briefly before we started um, having this conversation live. It's like, you know, you were working for yourself and then all of a sudden it didn't spark joy. And thankfully you gave yourself permission to choose again, but I'm sure there's listeners out there that are, you know, tuning in right now and they have been doing the same job for however long. And at some point it lit them up, but then all of a sudden it makes them feel a little deflated inside, or they're just not as proud to take credit for something that really made an impact. And so there's almost this disconnect. I call it like, you're just disconnected from the value that you offer. And in reality, it's like, no, let's get back to that, you know, heart centered place to say, yeah, this is value that I'm sharing that energetically and emotionally lights me up and it serves others. Like the two can coexist. So how do we, how do we do that more? Yeah. Amen. Amen. Now you mentioned that you were a a strategy and communication executive. How did your experience there help you in creating this book? Yeah. So it, it really, really helps. So I, I love that, you know, that alignment, how experiences come and, and basically uh, in the book, I talk about how every experience is a cruel value. So as we age, we're actually constantly gaining value. And those are all experiences that we can call upon and draw upon so that when we move forward, we're moving in alignment. And so in my uh, corporate strategy and communications role, 
I would help other people voice their value. You know, I was the one that was submitting them for awards or promotions. Uh, I was the one that was, you know, helping them connect with the media and public relations and get them in trade magazines. And so I got really good at saying, okay, you know, this is like some key talking points for this as an individual. This is what they're really good at. This is how they make an impact. And through this process, the other thing that I saw was, you know, it's almost like that voices in stereo. If you're willing to voice your value, you're going to get credit and recognition and you'll get appreciated on a different level. Right. But I also saw that there was individuals that were extremely good at what they were doing and what they were offering, but they did not take time to voice their value. Mm -hmm. And so those people got overlooked, ignored, or outmaneuvered by more politically savvy people. And that hurt my heart, right? Like it's like you go, okay, well, I am happy to submit, you know, Joe for this award. And Joe does a good job, but what about, you know, Sally over here. Sally's pretty freaking awesome too. And Sally, you know, in addition to doing that role, she also is, you know, offering community service opportunities and giving back to the community. And, and it was just so interesting how, because Sally was an individual that would like keep her head down and just do the work and expect like actions to speak louder than words. She just thought it would naturally come her way. And what I realized is, you know, you talked about technology, you know, that's how you started this conversation. And I love that. But because we're inundated with messages constantly, we're like barraged with information. Yeah. It's now more important than ever for us to voice our value. So if you want to stand out and get the credit that you deserve, or if you feel like you're ready to make a shift in your life and do something that like lights you up then you need to be willing to talk about it. And so so I, in my prior role, got to watch all of these dynamics kind of unfold and and really appreciate people who were sharing value that lit them up, but they got overlooked or people that were just doing the job, but really good at self-promotion. And they were the ones that kept getting like the promotions or the awards. And so I, again, I I just want to encourage people to gain that self-confidence and to say, your value matters. It matters to you. It matters to others. But no longer can you rely on actions to speak louder than words. I came up from that upbringing and it served me for a long time. But now it's like you have to be proud and you have to say, hey, this is what I want to do more of. And this is what makes me happy and brings me joy. And I want you to know about it. Yeah. Amen. I I can't agree more with that. You know, as you were sharing that, I was of the mindset of, you know, actions speak more than words. And when evangelism radio took off like a rocket and we were rated number one in the world and all that, and I was being invited to speak at churches because they wanted to be on the radio, but they wanted me to explain to their parishioners, you know, uh, what it was all about and how it's impacting the world, et cetera. And I was thinking, okay, this is really cool, God, you know, but why me? Why are you blessing me with this? And Jesus has a way of keeping you humble without making you feel bad at the same time. Mm -hmm. And I'll never forget. I said, why me? Why did you pick me to do this? And his response was, you weren't my first choice. (laughs) (laughs) And I like, oh. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, I wasn't your first choice. I said, no, <laughs> you were just the first one to obey. Mm, yeah. And that obedience is better than sacrifice. Scripture came to it. And I've never forgotten that conversation. I'm telling you, you know, but it, 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 you know, I was out there touting my own horn about, mm. you know, the radio station this is what God's called us to do. And this is what is happening. But, you know, Jesus is like, you know, let's reel you in a little bit, boy, <laughs> just a little bit, you know, yeah. and I'll never, you weren't my first choice. And sometimes I wonder, you know, yeah. I wonder how many people that maybe had the technological experience and maybe had a bigger platform and that they could have really done something with this. Mm. Because remember, we were talking, nobody was doing what God told us to do. Yeah. And, you know, they could have just, you know, done something great. But eh, you know, later, not now. Yeah, yeah. But you know, that's 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 something that you know you share with your readers about accruing value in every experience. And how can someone identify those values that they need to hold on to? Yeah, and still recognize those they need to cast away. How can they do that? So I literally see every single experience as an accrual of value. So the good, the bad, the complicated, the ugly, because they are who, like, that's what makes us who we are. And, you know, when I think about some of my most challenging experiences in life, right? I went through a miscarriage. I went through a divorce. I went through a cancer diagnosis. I mean, you know, there are these things in life and you could easily just go like, oh, I don't want to think about them. But when I think about them, I have sort of reframed that energy to say, wow, like I appreciate life because of my health challenges, right? I am keenly aware of how to nourish my body and how to, you know, think about the environment because I'm sensitive to how fragile life is and how we want to appreciate it. Or when I think about, you know, my divorce or miscarriage, like I can connect and I can have these really empathetic, deep conversations with people who have gone through the same, because I understand, right? Like those are gifts. Do I want to repeat any of them? No, (laughs) no, (laughs) I I do not. Right. So, but, uh, you know, it would be a missed opportunity uh, to think that God didn't give me, like he gave me those experiences because one, he knew it would make me stronger. And two, he knew that it would help me understand what really matters, right? You don't go through challenges in life without having a different perspective on what you gained. And so I just like to think that, you know, we have this ability to connect with other humans. And if we're willing to be vulnerable, we can really like drop into our heart and we can see each other differently so that we're not so quick to judge you know, we don't always know what someone's going through. And so, you know, if we have this perspective of, you know, when I was going through different things, you know, I might've gone inward and I might've retreated. And some people might've been like, what's Mary's deal? Like, why, you know, why haven't we seen her? But, you know, the people that know me also, you know, I could say, Hey, I'm going through this and, you know, I'll resurface once I take care of myself. But, but we have those opportunities. And then again, people can shift and go, oh, how can I support you versus judge you? Yeah. And so, you know, what are the ways that we can connect on that human 
basic level to say, we're all going to go through some good times. I don't want to celebrate you with you. Uh, We're going to go through some challenging times and we want to support each other. And we're going to go through some complicated stuff where guess what? I might just completely lose my way, but uh, you know, I'll ask for patience and I'll ask for prayer and see how, you know, the combination of all of those energies can get us back on track, but we're the only ones that can do the work. And we are the only ones that understand our unique journey And so it has to start with us. It has to start with the acceptance of my experiences are unique to me. And uh, I'm going to share them as it's appropriate, but they're also, they're just here to expand me. So I call them expansion experiences, right? We grow through every single thing we do, and it makes us more of who we are. Amen. Amen. And and you also talk about feel, choose, and act amplifier. Can you explain what that is and how it works? Yeah. So uh, it's so funny. When I was a child, my mom was really good at helping us kind of get in touch with ourselves, right? You know, again, pre-technology, it was a little bit easier, but my mom was really good at saying, okay, she could sense or see I was going through something. And I was that kid and I still am on some level. Like I didn't wear my heart on my sleeve, but I was somebody who like was like, I struggled, right. To figure out like, Oh, what am I supposed to do with this? And so my mom would go, okay, well, like, let's go for a walk or let's get in the car. And she would just give me that sort of sacred space to kind of go inward and self-reflect. And so, you know, in this process, what I learned is that for me, when I was struggling, it was usually there was a disconnect on my feelings. I wasn't in alignment, right. My head would say, okay, well I should, you know, go this route. This is the logical path. This is the financially responsible path, but internally it's like, I don't want to do it. Mm. But you know, everybody expects me to go this route. Everybody says, this is what's good for me. And so, you know, thankfully, you know, my mom was very in tune and said, okay, let's create the space and just like work through. What are you, what are you feeling? What's happening here? Okay. Well, if that's how you're feeling, if this is, you know, a, a disconnect, like, what are your choices now? Like what other choices can you take? And then, okay, once you lay out all those choices and you take one, then what's the action you're going to take based on that choice? And so I sort of have, you know, evolved into this place of, you know, Hey, my brain is powerful and logic serves a purpose, but I know myself well enough now to know I have got to feel, choose and act. Uh, and I've got to amplify that. And so anytime I'm now, you know, looking at my options and someone, you know, asks me, Hey, what are you going to do about this? It's like, you know, I think I'm going to sleep on it. I'm going to see how it feels. And they go like, Oh, okay. Like you're not, you know, you're not going to do a pros and cons or, you know, and it's like the nice part about that too, is it gives me permission to not justify or explain, right? It's like someone can ask you and you go, that just doesn't feel right. But I am so thankful you asked. Like, I appreciate it. And people sometimes just go like, okay, do you want to, do you want to talk? You know, and you can talk as much as you want, but when you, when you know something is right and feels right to you, or when you know something doesn't, then the choices become a little bit clearer. And then the action becomes a little bit easier, right? Yeah. Have you found that in your life too? Absolutely. And, you know, I'm, I'm the, because of my military background and, and leadership and all that stuff, you know, I'm, 
I'm more of the, this is a situation. These are the options. Here we go. Yeah. You, you take it and run with it. But I also, as, as you said, with the experiences that I've had, sometimes I got to sit back and just say, why did this happen? Mm. And did I cause it to happen that way? Was there something mm. I did that I could have done different? I'm going to, I'm just going to pray about this. I'm just going to sleep on this for a day or so. Yeah. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, okay, let's go this route. Yeah. And it seems to work a lot better. You know? Yeah. And sometimes you just have to take that pause. Yeah. And just let the Holy Spirit work on you, you know? Yeah. And, and you'd be amazed folks at how accurate the Holy Spirit can be okay? mm-hmm. <laughs> when he guides you. Amen. Now, yeah. You also discuss finding our frequency frequency grid. Yeah. Can you share with us what that is and how that's used? Yeah. So, uh, so a lot of this discussion around value and your heart centered value, it's like we can use that to experience more joy. And to me, that's ultimately the goal, right? It's like every day we should experience joy on some level. We shouldn't feel like we're on this grind day in and day out. We're on this hamster wheel. And trust me, I've been there. So I understand, you know, those experiences very, very intunely. But, you know, now it's like, okay, we can choose joy. Like that is part of it. We can feel and we can go, you know what? Today I, w- I want to feel more joyful. And then we can look at our calendar and we can go, all right, what, what have I outlined for my day that brings me joy? And if there's nothing in there, it's like, "Mm, take something off and replace it. And so I created this joy frequency grid just for myself to kind of go inward and say, what are all of the things in my life that bring me joy? Like playing Frisbee with my pups brings me joy. Walking, meditation, you know, praying, it all, it brings me joy, right? So I know that if I have a day where I neglect all of those things, that I'm keenly aware of and that feel right to me, then that day is the frequency is going to be lower on that day for myself, right? So everything in life is a a vibration and we can vibrate at a very high energetic frequency, or we can vibrate at a very low energetic frequency. And the reality is, you know, vibrations attract like vibrations. So if you want more joyful people in your life, then you better bring your joy game. (laughs) You just, (laughs) you have to, right? And if you, you know, have a day where you're like, man, like there's a bunch of Debbie Downers around me, then I kind of encourage you to look in the mirror and say, hey, where's your energy level? Like, what are you putting out there? And are you investing in joyful experiences in your day so that you can continue to elevate your joy frequency? And so this joy frequency grid, it, you know, I outlined all of the habits or all of the behaviors or all the choices that light me up and, you know, good food, nourishment. Like I don't feel as high vibration when I eat fast food. That's just, that's just how my body works. That's how my energy works. And we're all like, you're a heart expert on you. I'm a heart expert on me. Right. And so no one else can tell us how it affects our energy or how it affects our emotions. But if we kind of outline on this joy frequency grid, and then we're aware, then, then we can intentionally do it. And, you know, I also say, you know, there's things in my life that I don't 
care for, right? But we don't, we can't do everything that we care for all the time. Like I don't enjoy doing taxes. It's just, it's just something that does not light me up, you know, but I can try and offset that energetically by putting on music that I enjoy so that when I'm doing it, or I can say, okay, you know what? I'm going to focus on my taxes, but I'm going to break it up and I'm going to go play with the dogs or, you know, go for a run. And so we have the ability to manage that frequency level and just intentionally interweave joy as much as we can so that we can vibrate at a higher level. And then we attract more um, of those people that vibrate at that level too. Yeah. Amen. Amen. I can't agree more. Hey folks, Pastor Bob here. We're all out of time for today's portion of this great interview with Mary Tess Rooney. As we've been discussing her book, Heart Value, Feel Appreciated in Ways That Matter and Discover Your True Stride. And as we stated at the start of the program, we are crunched for time nowadays and technology has just made it worse, not better. Amen? You need to get a copy of Mary Tess Rooney's book, Heart Value, Feel Appreciated in Ways That Matter and Discover Your True Stride right now and begin to take control back of your life. Just drop down the show notes, click the links right there to order your copy or get in touch with Mary Tess Rooney. And be sure to come back for the very next episode for the conclusion of this great interview. Amen. Till then, this is Pastor Bob reminding you, be blessed in all that you do. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast so you can be notified when another episode is published. With over 800 interviews and 1,000 published episodes, Pastor Bob is known as a podcasting expert for helping others to create their own podcast to share their messages with the world. Please visit our website at www.podcastersforchrist.com. That web address again is www.podcastersforchrist.com for more information. Until next time, be blessed in all that you do. Are you a Christian entrepreneur, coach, or author with a message that needs to be heard? Picture this, your voice reaching thousands, your story inspiring hearts, and your business flourishing like never before. Introducing Faithcasters, the ultimate platform that connects faith-driven professionals like you with the power of podcasting. Become a sought-after guest on Faith-Based Podcast. Share your unique insights and connect with like-minded individuals who share your passion for faith and entrepreneurship as well. Imagine your expertise reaching a wider audience, expanding your network, and propelling your business to new heights. Well, it's all within reach with Faithcasters. So don't wait. Take the first step today on your journey to greatness by visiting our website at faithcaster.org. That's faithcaster.org. Join the Faithcasters community now and unleash the full potential of your faith-driven enterprise. You do not want to miss this opportunity. Faithcasters, where faith meets podcasting and your dreams become reality. 
visit faithcaster.org. Let's soar together. And remember, anyone can be a podcaster, but only a Christian can become a faithcaster. Faithcasters, your voice, your platform, your success. Thank you.